0: I've seen a few posts recently about what I would do if I had to start my business over. And I really like the concept. I think if you're a business owner, you always have other business ideas jumping around in your head and how to get started would of course be a topic. So here's my blueprint of if I had to start my business or any business really over again, what I would do step-by-step. And actually I know this is the part of the episode where I usually get into a headline, but I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. So, to start, the first thing I would do if I had to start my business completely over is establish my brand. I realize when I say this, you know, do this first, establish a brand, it sounds very theoretical. What is a brand? What does it consist of? Is it just my logo? Is it my business name? Yes, I mean, it's all those parts of your business that give it a personality, really. If you think about Gusto, it's that little pig that you see on the loading screen. If you think about QuickBooks, it's Danny DeVito being funny and blunt about how hard accounting is. It's the personality of the business. Not saying you need to plan out everything today and all future ads featuring, you know, Danny DeVito. But to start, the really the idea here is to start to think about what your business will look and sound like. Who are you talking to? Again, this sounds theoretical and there are people who build entire businesses off of building brands. So, It's going to be a difficult thing just to come up with if you have no background, but if we're just getting started, I'm assuming we are on a low budget here. And what I would first get organized and put together is the following, just on a piece of paper, my mission statement and my values, the name of my business, my logo or wordmark logo. If you're not sure what a wordmark logo is, essentially it's just the name of the business and a unique font and color. Think about QuickBooks, think about Zero. Those are both wordmark logos. I would get very clear on what my color palette is and my fonts. And I would also work on building a brand persona of my client. Basically, this is me crafting a fictional client and who I think, who I'll be thinking about whenever I write something on my website or my email campaigns or, you know, whenever, whenever I write something for my business. That's the first thing is establish a brand. The second thing I'm going to do is to build my website. If I find someone to be my client, I got to send them somewhere. So I'm going to build my website and I'm going to create a place that clearly explains what I do. Do I offer tax services? Am I virtual? How can people get started by working with me? I'm going to answer their basic questions while also showing them how professional and competent I am. Second thing is build my website. Third thing is I'm going to start my social media channels. I am going to focus on the two platforms that do two things. One, the platform needs to be a platform I'm already comfortable with. Why? Because this will help me stay consistent. And when I'm eight, when I'm just starting out and I'm building these habits, I want it to be in a place of comfort. Once I'm comfortable on the platform and my content creation process is consistent, I can be in growing and branching out. The second thing, the second thing that I need to choose a platform is this platform needs to be a place where my clients are. If you're trying to work with doctors or establish you know or I'm sorry, established business owners who are making you know over a million dollars a year They're probably not on TikTok. If we just look at the demographics of TikTok, they may be searching, and it's not to say these people don't look at TikTok, but it's probably not where they're thinking about business or conducting business or looking for their accountant necessarily. So I'm going to create my profiles. I'm going to complete them. And then what I'm going to do, third thing I'm going to do is to start a consistent posting schedule whatever that means for me. Being consistent does not mean posting every day. Being consistent may mean to post to LinkedIn two times a week. Maybe I'm on YouTube and I post two times a month. I'm looking to create a habit so that I can stay consistent. This is going to be paramount. This may also mean creating content in bulk. So whatever you need to do to keep things moving. Okay. The next one, and this is going to be probably one of the most important steps, is every day, for one hour, I'm gonna focus on being super active on the platforms I'm on, the two platforms that I've chosen. Follow and what I'm gonna be doing, just you know to start off, is following accounts of other influencers t- talking to my audience and really just trying to engage with people. If I offer accounting services to real estate investors, I'm going to be following, Real estate website designers, real estate podcast hosts, real estate coaches, real estate lawyers, anyone that has connections to my audience, I want in. And this is actually where I want to jump into our headline for today. So, Accounting Today just put out their list of the 2023 top 100 most influential people in the accounting industry. If I was at this step and I was looking for influencers, what I would do is go through every single person on this list. I would add them on LinkedIn. I would see if they're active on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If they are, I would follow them on there. Whatever platforms I'm focusing on, that is where I am looking for these people. They have a lot of great people on this list and you can actually learn a lot um, from them, not just from accounting, but also just engaging with them. However, the thing to remember specifically with this list is this is a list of accounting influencers. So really, it's only going to be helpful in a marketing sense if accounting is also an industry you serve in some type of way. Try to find these top 100 lists for the industry, the group of people, the town, wherever you're, however you're trying to niche try to find this sort of list of uh, really people that are making a big difference in that industry or whatever, kind of however you're niching. Um, also want to give a quick congratulations to a few people on the list that I really, um, that I follow and I really enjoy their content. Jason Stats, he is a funny and entertaining YouTuber. He has a lot of really, I think he does like a daily podcast um, or YouTube series. Um, he's really active with like AI and has a lot of good stuff. Um, also Sean Stein Smith, he is active on LinkedIn and Instagram. He talks a lot about tech. So those are two fantastic follows right there. They're both listed on the top 100 congratulations to those guys. Okay. And so in addition to following influencers, what I'm also going to be doing is I'm going to be commenting on their posts, leaving insightful comments that position me as a thought leader. I have a distinctive voice. I am not just leaving generic comments, but really thoughtful um, additions that add to the conversation. I am writing um, current event content. I am using this hour to be active. So if there's something that's going on, or I thought of a post that would be good, just a post in real time that relates to a current event, I'm gonna post that. It is hard to create content in bulk and keep content current. So this is a great time to do that. Also, what I'm going to be doing is engaging, liking people's posts, sharing useful content, clicking buttons, building relationships, and being social. You need to be social in social media. So this is a basic blueprint and essentially what I did when I started media books. If I had to do it all over again, honestly, there's not much I would change. Of course, I've gotten better at all these things since I've started, but this is what laid out a lot of my success for the first time. And frankly, it's proven and I'm not sure I would change much. I'm going to end with one last thought. I love Shark Tank, and I'm assuming you are a business owner, and I bet you do too. Um, Something I've noticed in the last couple seasons is whenever they ask a business owner about their marketing or investing in their marketing, social media comes up. 10 to 20 years ago, social media was kind of like a gimmick for millennials in college and high school. Today, it is a tool. It is essential to your business. It is basically free marketing. The second that one of these business owners on Shark Tank say that they're struggling to make sales and they're not on social media, you can pretty much guarantee Mark Cuban will be out, if not everyone. If you have time to take care of more clients, you have time to be on social media. And before you start saying, oh, like, I don't know what I'm doing on social media, Social media is built for everyday people. My parents are in their 70s and they are on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. The platform is not high tech. All marketers like myself are all we're saying is get out there and be social. Yes, there are strategies that can be applied, but if you are having trouble getting clients and you are not on social media, I mean that is the first step, just getting on the platform and being active. You have not if you have not taken these steps to get started, go back Listen to this episode. Take it one step at a time. Each step is really essential. Our new web design process takes two weeks. Yeah, you can have your website up in less than a month, which means you can finish your website before you finish your tax returns. Who would have thought? The thing about our process is we get super organized, which means we can only take a certain number of clients each week. So if you're looking to get your website up soon, schedule a consultation with us to learn more about our availability. After the consult, I will send you a proposal and reserve your date. Schedule your consult by visiting mediabooksagency.com. MediaBooks, the only place on the internet where creative accounting isn't a bad thing.